0: mom, dad, big big sister, middle big sister, little big sister, big big brother, middle big brother, little big brother, Dougie, Henri, Rodney, Mikey, and little Sandra.
1: How are you? I'm doing just fine. Good morning. I'm sleepy. Millie, you stayed up all night riding home to your family again, didn't you? (laughs) That's what happens when you write to each of them separately down to the last little niece and nephew. Ta-da! At least it pays off. I'm getting rave reviews. They call my letters the Millie Monthly. Quality aside, you could have written several books by now. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. First off, his next target is your hearts and brains. It's Andrew. <laughs> I'm coming for you in more ways than one. Well, we can clean that up with Broom Boy. <laughs> it's Josh.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Best superpower ever or worst superhero ever? Wouldn't he need to be Mop Man?
1: I think it's cold at night.
0: Well, yeah, it's,
2: I mean, it's still kind of cold and rainy.
1: Okay, I'm done to do this.
2: <laughs> I He's don't, Bill! I don't know what's happening. Welcome, uh, I guys. guys. I don't know either. I don't know how to make that work. I don't know either, but guys! <laughs> guess what? What? Chicken
1: a butt <laughs> You get me every time. I do. No,
2: uh, no more clips? No, yeah. Is, cli- the,
1: is the next episode just going to be me doing like chicken butt like 15 times?
2: I think oh so. God. I think it might be. It's possible. So, last time we had our clip episode. Our clip episode, Our blooper episode Whatever you want to call it. Don't ever
0: use those words ever again. What, clipisode? You
2: don't like clipisode? No, Blooper? it, it just Bloop, Blooper-tastic
0: television? Okay, you know what? You know what <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, do us all My a favor. My podcast do bloopericious for you, your know babe. What? Andrew, just, just um, do us all a favor. Yeah. And work on the words that actually do exist in reality, because that's what you got a degree for, is the real word. I'll come up with the fake dumb words. Okay,
1: fair enough. All Does right. clipping just remind you of your balls and it scares you? A little
0: bit. Oh, my. Uh, so, guys,
2: we are back from our clip episode. We are... Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. We are... that's where Josh was that week. Oh, my god. We are moving on to episode 14 today of Trigun. Little, not penis, Arcadia. And we are going to talk about a really... Uh... <sighs> yeah, that's kind of how this episode oh, makes it, a lot of us feel. But
0: we'll we'll get there. Wake me up when it's over. But first... Oh wait, it's my review, isn't it?
2: <laughs> but first... Uh, dick. <laughs> we need to... Yes? <laughs> oh lord, it's just getting worse. But first, we have nerd news, shall we?
0: Woo! Alright.
2: Uh, I guess go. I'll go first, because I don't really have much to talk about. Uh, the old Nintendo Switch. I've been buying games, and it's been fun. <laughs> this console is for more than just Zelda, folks. Bill, you and I, and Josh played a little bit. We played some... Sn- uh, not snipper clips... That's the other game? (laughs) Uh, That's that's, that's an an actual game. That's an actual game. Oh, okay. That's an actual game. Well, this is making shit up. Bill, you, (laughs) Josh, and I actually had some time to sit down with 1-2-Switch, which is the, as you call it, the tech demo for Nintendo's new console. And it was a lot of fun. Bill, what were your thoughts on
1: 1-2-Switch? It was a lot of fun. Great party game. Mm -hmm. I don't know how long you're going to get the play out of it. Yeah, that's my only worry. Uh, But... Again, like I put it, a tech demo. You -hmm. can really see what the system can do. Yeah. The high-def rumble packs was insane. It was pretty damn cool. The fact you can actually feel the marbles rolling around inside the controller, the the Joy-Con, you know, actually freaked out my wife. She thought there was marbles inside of it because she didn't have any idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. The idea that you're playing with the game not looking at the screen is yeah. kind of interesting too. Yeah, like it, it it
2: tells you to constantly try to look at your opponent while you play, no matter what the game is. And there were some cool ones where that worked really well. For yep. example, there was a duel game, like where you're where you're you're dueling with pistols and you're supposed to kinda of like watch each other not pages of the screen and they will sh- they will shout fire and in a kind of variation of that game they would shout other words. So if you fired when they didn't shoot like shout the actual word fire, you lost the game automatically the Shire
1: disqualified you <laughs> yeah. what
2: yeah it was it was interesting, yeah, interesting. it was interesting uh, a lot of cool games on that I've been playing that I've been playing I picked up uh, for the first time finally got a chance to play Shovel Knight Ooh. which is a really fun game that oh, is yeah. a cross platform game that you can get I
0: think even on PlayStation okay. as well it was on the PlayStation Three. Um, I think you can download it on PlayStation Four because I'm assuming it was really easily convertible. Yeah, probably would be. Uh, but I I have wanted to play Shovel Knight and, yeah. and actually own it.
2: Yeah, I've used um, it. I've used it as an excuse, like this portable whole, like this portable console thing. You know, taking it and being able to play this game away from just in front of the TV is a lot of fun. I can mm-hmm. I can play it on the big screen, or I could take it and play it before I lay down for bed, or on the go when I'm here for a little mm-hmm. while. I was playing. Mm-hmm. Really cool. I just downloaded a new game called Has Been Heroes, which looks like it's going to be really challenging and a lot of fun. It's a kind of like, you know, like Plants vs. Zombies, where like the zombies come at you and you yeah. have to like set it up. It's kind of like that a little bit. You've got three rows, one for each of these three former heroes. And the premise is you're trying to take princesses to and from school, but it's like dangerous because it's like a fantasy world and there's like goblins and skeletons and shit. So. You have to, essentially, like, the bad guys come down one of three tracks where your characters sit on. And there's a lot of strategy of you have to, each of the three characters have different abilities and power sets. So you have to, like, kind of juggle moving them and shifting them between the three different tracks and switching places to be able to beat certain monsters that come down. It sounds really difficult. And the reviews I I saw weren't great, but I liked the concept of it so much I had to buy it and give it a shot. It was only 20 bucks, so.
1: It sounds like something to be easier to play with a mouse.
2: It might be, but I think what it does is the game is nice to you in the fact that it's not a lot of really rapid switching because of the fact that when every time you kill a monster or something like that, then it pauses to allow you to like re figure out, you know, so it's not like quite so on the fly, like like scrolling up, like I couldn't scroll up fast enough to switch oh, them. It gives okay. you like that little bit because it's on a console, okay, which, which is nice. And I don't know if it has touch capacity yet, I haven't because it is a touch screen, so you might yeah. even be able to swipe. Which would be pretty cool.
0: From what I've played on it, yeah, it's uh, it's fun. Because uh, I played one two switch with you guys the other night, mm-hmm. and that safe cracker game. My God, that was difficult.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, Bill, brilliant. You figured it out no time. But then it was Andrew and I playing, and we're like, which took us what ten minutes to, to really figure it yeah, out. Yeah, no, it
2: did take a little while. I, to kind of grok.
1: I wonder if that. I wonder if that has something to do with the fact that I work with my hands more. You know, I'm actually it using might, yeah. It, it, yeah. using tools, mm-hmm. screwdriver. A very you All do day, have a very, so very
0: dexterous uh, uh, type of job where
1: so I have gotten to feel for those kind of things right. and mm-hmm. and be a little more careful right. and I wonder if it's just more of that
0: yeah I, mean, I think, think so. so yeah uh cool.
2: that's I have one other nerd news but I'll save it until after you guys is nerd news so uh okay. what do you got
0: well uh looks like that they are going to be possibly really coming up with a Batgirl movie
2: no 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 back girl she gonna bat nipples
0: I hope
1: they got it. I don't think so. Okay.
2: Um, Batgirl didn't
1: have bat nipples. That was George Clooney. I know, but I was wondering if he had them. Maybe she'll have them. No. She didn't last time? No. Okay. Alicia Silverstone Batgirl didn't have bat nipples. Oh, that's
0: right. Was that the same movie? Yes, it was. Well, there was. Batman and, had, had not, so, Batman and Robin had Alicia Silverstone. Batman
1: so, and, and Robin had Alicia Silverstone. And that was George Clooney. And that was George Clooney. But wasn't the one before that George Clooney also, and that was no, the one they introduced in, Robin? No, no, no. Chris no, O'Dell? No. That was, that was... Uh, I Val think there was, was... I'm pretty ba- sure... Batman
0: Forever, Val Kilmer. Yes. I owned it because I watched yes. it all the time as a kid. So they had, diff-
1: they had different Batmans, but the same Robin?
0: Yes. It was It was Chris O'Donnell who Chris played... O'Donnell, yeah. uh What'd I say? I'm not sure. I think you said Chris O'Dell.
1: I don't know, the guy never worked again, so I don't know. Yeah,
0: it was pretty much, he had a boon he was a cutie. in the 90s, and then, yeah, that was all it was. He was such a cute guy, and then, yeah. But, no, him and Clooney had in Batman and Robin, and Val Kilmer had nipples in Batman Forever.
2: There you go. So. That's our, our nipple lesson. Sorry, carry on. I but, it. yes,
0: they are looking at uh, possibly releasing a Batgirl movie. Uh, they're looking to do uh, New 52, Barbara Gordon, so not, um, not, what happened to her in the in the comics prior to New 52.
1: Yeah, an Oracle movie would be pretty uh, pretty boring.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you listen
1: to Batman fight a bunch of guys while she just wheels around and types. That yep. No, that would be awful.
0: Um, but the more interesting thing is it looks like they're possibly looking at Joss Whedon to uh, be the director of this movie.
1: I don't think it's possible. I think it is, from what so, I heard.
0: Joss Whedon directing uh, Batgirl sounds like an, an amazing idea. I know Joss Whedon did the first two Avengers movies, and they're great. And then he kind of left the the uh, working with MCU because he essentially got burned out, right? Doing both both Avengers movies, and the studio was kind of heavy handed on him. And he eventually was like, "Look, I, I'll still do Agents of Shield with my brother, but I'm not going to direct any more movies."
2: So what? Uh, so are they going to be looking at the new Fifty Two basically as the idea? Because I know it was it Gail Simone
1: that does Batgirl in sounds correct but yeah I like be, I, 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 I
2: think it's gail simone does batgirl and she's gotten a lot of praise for her writing of of that particular comic and they are... and i know she did that during the new yeah. 52
0: well that's that that's the thing is that they're yeah. looking at the new 52 version joss
1: Whedon is oh he is making
0: okay. it okay there we go awesome. thank you google <laughs>
1: well, internet
0: awesome no 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 that's fine I, I the source i saw said that was that they were thinking about it i didn't know if it was confirmed so i may have confirmed it later yeah i mean i'm 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 excited a uh, bat girl is an interesting character actually i wouldn't mind seeing a mo- uh, movie about Batwoman, who is the uh the the gay Batgirl girl essentially
1: i know nothing i think, I think there's more to it than that but well, yeah. yeah but, but that's one of her
0: that's one of her, her defining character one of the defining things about her is that she's
1: one of the gay Batgirl. girl yeah <laughs> she's a lesbian yes she was one of the birds of prey, I think. Or worked with them, or
0: something like that. It's
1: I don't know the character that well myself, right? But, but it
0: would be an interesting. But but Batgirl,
1: Cassandra yeah. Kane, I think.
0: I think that's the character. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of excited. I know there's still a lot of concern about the uh, DCU, um, especially considering the fact that people are seeming to be rather hesitant or just lukewarm about the Justice Justice League movie coming out. But people are still rather hopeful that the Wonder Woman movie, from the trailers at least, looks like it's going to be fantastic.
1: Justice League looks good. I don't have a lot of hope just from the other stuff they've made. Yeah. But just from the trailer itself, it looks good. Yeah. Wonder Woman looks good.
0: Right. Well, that's the problem. Suicide looked good from the trailers. Suicide Squad
1: looked good. Batman vs. Superman looked good. Man of Steel looked good.
0: I don't know, man. I mean...
1: Kate Kane, by the way. Kate Kane,
0: okay. There we go. So, it's exciting, um, but here's here's the other question that I asked, though. How soon will Warner Brothers get their shit together? Will they get their shit together and make these DC movies enjoyable? Or are we all just finally going to give up and say, no, screw it, Marvel did it better. We're just going to go with those.
1: To be honest, I've already given up on the DC movies. Um, If something comes on and they say it's good, Mm -hmm. I will watch it when it comes out on DVD. Mm -hmm. And if the reviews say it's garbage, then Mm -hmm. I'm not going to bother. I've already long given up.
0: Well, you know, I think the thing, the final straw for me was how badly they bungled the killing joke and that's their animated movies. And the animated movies were actually really good. The at the point animated point.
1: stuff was, has been really good. And just because there's been one that you didn't enjoy, doesn't mean it's not okay. going to be good. I'm okay. talking strictly live action, Okay, the
0: live action films. Okay. Uh, well, we'll just move away from, from the animated
1: suicide squad looked really good and turned out it was fucking garbage. Yeah, Appa- apparently bad. I haven't seen it. I saw it and it was I didn't insane. bother. It wasn't great. Um, I'm usually, I'm usually no, pretty was, leaning on was, on on
2: movies like that, but
0: it was painful. I didn't did really love it. We sat down, and rented it on Amazon Prime, and we are glad we rented it on Amazon Prime because it was painful to watch. Like you could see elements of a good movie, and my biggest argument about Suicide Squad is you have a you're fighting spiritual entities, and you have someone who has a sword that steals souls.
1: Yeah, I've heard about that. They don't use it. No. Alright, moving on. So, yeah.
2: uh, what, what's your nerd news this week, Bill? It's
1: WrestleMania weekend.
2: Oh, yeah! Oh! It is the biggest week in sports entertainment. For more information, check out the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. I'm sure they are they have an interesting episode. Actually, I looked, just looked at the title the other day and
0: uh what did they say
2: I, I just the title of it i don't even remember like now what it is but i just remember looking and going huh i feel like i need to listen to that episode now just by that title alone yeah well uh, that's something about that's something with circle jerks um uh, but you can oh, definitely check out you the, had me at circle jerk. yes that's it you had me at circle jerk <laughs> and i was like yep i want to listen to this episode definitely check that out the rundown wrestling podcast part of the questionable endeavor network com.
0: No, <laughs>
2: so, nah,
1: I'm not gonna.
0: So, WrestleMania weekend. There's a lot of really crazy things going coming up uh, this week. Hall of Fame, right? You Bill, know. who's in the Hall of Fame? I've been kind of out of the loop. Just so. in general? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Uh, this, so this Shawn Michaels. Year, no, this, okay, shot. Bruno year, San
2: Martino. The 2017. The President. Of- oh, co- the President <laughs> of the United <laughs> States. Oh, yeah. man.
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh, <sighs> no, no, the 2017 class. The
1: 2017 WWE Hall of Fame class includes uh, Kurt Angle.
0: Okay.
1: Who's wow. going to be inducted by John Cena? I'm looking forward to that speech. That'll be pretty good. Mm. Uh Rick Rude inducted by Ricky Steamboat. Oh, God. wow. I miss I miss Rick Rude.
0: We all do.
2: Cut the music.
1: I mean, if he gave a speech, that would be the... <laughs>
2: that, okay, that would be something else. They just come uh, out with a fucking Ouija board to,
1: like...
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Papa Shango
1: that? just, like, raises them. Yeah, Papa
0: Shango <laughs> do, do a ritual, and then on the TitanTron, I they have pieced this. together Rick Rude's comments throughout the year, you know, to make a cohesive speech.
1: Uh, the Rock and Roll Express yep. is going to be inducted by uh, Jim Cornette.
0: Yeah, that's cool that Jim cool. Cornette's going to be cool. there. Cool.
1: Beth Phoenix will get inducted by Natalia.
2: Yeah, I'm not super crazy, but I don't know
1: that really. (laughs) She was oppressive. Mm hmm. It's See, like we need one
0: t- woman every year. They so. need a woman
1: every year, so they had to find some woman, but I still think they could have found a better woman to induct.
0: Yeah. They already did a Lundra Blaze. Freaking induct
2: China. I know there's... I know. The... It... At this point, how can you even have an issue with that when you have active wrestlers who are have, have like sex things out there, too? But, like... Really? And I know it wasn't Paige's fault, but, like... Yeah. I don't know. You know well, what? in
1: China, you can focus strictly on the what wrestling. she did.
2: Yeah. I feel like at this point...
1: Well, yeah, they, you...
0: they they promoted her being on Playboy when she was on Play- when she I did know. her first yep. Playboy That's spread. true. So you know what? Her having a sex video that got leaked when her and Sean Waltman were together. You know what? Shit happens.
1: That I don't think is the problem. She did intentional. Oh, yeah, 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 was it was pornographic things too. Backdoor to China. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right.
1: I'm glad we never got. It's always sunny in China. Oh Ew. Whoa. Uh, I, uh... But when it comes to actual influence, she's got. Beth Phoenix pegged. And honestly, I think, I think they could have found somebody. Not, not to take anything away from her. She had to go to look. She Mm -hmm. did okay. She seemed to be somewhat, there were accidents that happened around her. I don't know if she was sloppy or if she was accident prone or if she was unlucky, but, but I think her husband or boyfriend or whatever he is, Mm -hmm. Edge, I think that's probably got a lot to do with it too. Oh, I'm
0: sure it has something to do
1: with it. Uh, Politics. There's some politics there.
0: Oh, it usually is.
1: Teddy Long. (laughs)
0: <laughs> holla holla player
1: that ought to be a good speech that that'll be a great, great. speech great uh, especially when he's inducted by uh ron sitman's and jbl that's true
0: that's oh man i want to see that speech
1: well you can watch it on the wwe, WWE network, network for
0: 9.99 Wow, are we real are you wow <laughs> we just did <laughs> the awesome thing there. wow
1: the red carpet starts at seven Uh, so it'll be way past that time you're listening to this. Mm Mm-hmm. It's true. Eight o'clock is when the actual Hall of Fame starts. All right. Cool. Cool. There you
2: go. I'm I'm excited about the Hall of Fame. I do believe also on that Saturday is NXT Takeover. Oh yeah. So so there's there's that as well. Um, I haven't kept up with NXT quite as much as I normally do, but there should be some good matches on that card. I think Nakamura is going to fight against Bobby Roode. Uh, no, one one more time uh, to see if he can regain the title. I don't think he will. I feel like he's going to have a call up pretty soon. Nakamura will, uh, and then I know that the women's title is going to be Ember Moon versus Asuka. So that'll be really interesting. Well. Andrew,
0: you said it. You got you, you said her name. So you got to finish it.
1: Kawaii! There it is. Oh, but he's not the Japanese expert. It's true. There's two Japanese. There's no, two Japanese am... wrestlers
2: in that main event, because you've got Nakamura and you've got Asuka, so there you that, go.
0: That's awesome. No whitewashing there. Not at all. And, of course, there's also WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Some...
2: <laughs> yeah the, <laughs> actual, the actual <laughs> event. Yeah, there's WrestleMania, which the headline match, I suppose, you got, I mean, there's several matches that could be the headliner. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be Brock Lesnar-Goldberg to main event at the very end.
1: Especially for the title.
2: Yep, for the Universal the title. title. Yeah. I mean, other big matches, aside from, because I don't really want to even, like, give any sort of say about that match cuz fuck both of them.
1: Well, as I as I said earlier right. uh, off mic, the only way to make that match really be interesting is to have what's been happening and Goldberg just completely annihilate Lesnar. That it, would be it can't the,
2: be anything else but an annihilation one way or the other because
0: Goldberg can't wrestle.
1: Lesnar can't wrestle that great.
2: No, but he could at least go a, like uh, like a long ways in a match.
0: Lesnar Lesnar still has a lot more basic fundamentals and tech Technical skill, yeah.
1: Then, I mean, that comes his, like no, comes he can his... fight. I didn't say he can't fight. I said he can't work.
2: True. We're gonna get a couple other really good matches this night. We're gonna get Bray Wyatt versus uh, Randy Orton, which should be interesting. Which we're gonna interesting. get we're gonna get Seth, Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins versus Triple H,
0: and that's the one match I want to see because okay, just because we've all been around the guy,
1: wackiness has to prevail there. Uh, if it's a straight match with a straight win, either way, I don't think it's going to be WrestleMania quality.
0: What? Uh, Rollins and, and Triple H? Yes. No, I think so.
1: No, I'm not they both can work. They're both both good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. They both have a lot of star power.
0: Right.
2: Well if Samoa Joe on the card. Because Samoa Joe's not on the card, then I feel like that's gonna, gonna play I, a part. Exactly. And I it, think there's got, I don't think got he to is.
1: that's gotta be a big story thing as opposed mm-hmm. to a big wrestling showcase. But yeah.
0: wouldn't it be cool too if this was actually Triple H's last actual match, like he's done wrestling and he goes under for Rollins kind of as a you know, a passing the torch sort of thing? Again,
1: uh, some big story thing that's got to happen.
0: Yeah, he may. He um, yeah. Well, but that, that could be also a more subtle behind the scenes political thing. He's doing. He's he's doing tradition.
1: That's not that cool for us because we don't know it's happening. Right.
0: Well, maybe he wants to. Unless it out. he
1: retires after the like he gets beat and retires. I mean,
0: it, it's possible.
1: Again, some sort of wackiness happening that makes it interesting. Aside from well, just, I, the I'm excited.
0: I'm excited to see the match no matter what.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a lot going on. Really. This week with a world
2: of wrestling, so we'll definitely talk more about that probably next week. Uh my last bit of nerd news I want to mention. Uh we at the Questionable Endeavor Network have a brand new podcast. Dun 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 dun
0: dun 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 level up Achievement
2: unlock new podcast. Yes. Uh we have the brand new show, Words of Geekdom, joining the Questionable Endeavor Network. It's a podcast that our friend Eric actually sent us a link to in our Facebook group, mm-hmm. and I didn't get a chance to, to kind of listen to it right away because life is busy, but by the time I finally sat down and listened to it, I really enjoyed the work that they do. Okay. It's, the premise is you've got three adults, about around our age-ish it sounds like, all trying to deal with adult lives, families, stuff like, specifically families, mm-hmm. But also trying to find time for what they love and kind of getting a, which is anything geeky, mm-hmm. video games, you know, geeky movies, right. books, all kinds of media, but still having an outlet and talking about, you know, their opinions and maybe living life as a parent and a geek. And I, I, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm I'll not... i to check it out then. Yeah, I'm not a parent. I don't, I don't really care about that part personally because I don't have that connection, but... I I love the stuff that they do. I think they they have a really good chemistry. They put together really good shows. The last episode they did, they talked about like controversies in different media. They talked about like the Ghost in the Shell, uh, you know, not casting Japanese actors. Uh, they talked about with with Power Rangers. I can't remember what they talked about now with Power Rangers, but they they talk about all these different. uh, oh, You have a gay character. There's and a gay character. character. Yes, that's and, and a character that,
0: on Spectrum as well.
2: Yeah, and they, I think they talked. They also talked about like Beauty and the Beast. How like there's the or not Gaston's whatever is right? yeah yes. Gaston's buddy. Like there's a scene or whatever that
0: like that, that you that no they've out and out said that he's gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah but say? the only
1: thing you saw was apparently a like a dance yeah, number. Yeah, or, absolutely, or not a dance number, but a. What do I want to say? Routine? Not even that. No, that, like like they're on a dance. That that does they're sound gay. That's together. just like like a big Broadway. Like, <laughs> no, they were just at a ball. Nathan dancing, Lane. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Just okay. two men dancing together at a ball mm-hmm. It was like all it was. Yep. Right. So
2: they, it was a really good episode. They they've got really good good stuff in their backlog. They're a fairly new podcast, and cool. they decided to join up with us. So well, thank one, you guys. Yes,
1: welcome okay. aboard. If yep, I enjoyed episode eight, and I'm going mm-hmm. to be downloading the rest. For next week. There you go. Excellent.
2: excellent. And
1: uh, you can find
2: them at questendnetwork.com as well. Thank you for joining the family. We love you guys. All right, so now I think it's about time we get into the episode, don't you think?
0: Do we have to? I guess. <laughs> it's it's an episode 14, Little Arcadia. Let's go. We open outside the city of Promontory, where we begin with an opening by Millie narrating a letter written to her extensive family. Hey, who are all our family members? I am not even going to get into that.
2: (laughs) Do you know who the last one was?
0: Little Little Sandora! No, that was... Sandra. Sandora? Sandra. Oh, Pedro's son, Sandora, he plays soccer with Millie. Vader time?
2: I promise I'll be good.
1: All right. Little Sandra, Paul Sands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch! I oh, hate that. that bitch. There's a
2: local joke for you that only like three people. I promise you were gonna get. Fuck uh, that woman. I'm gonna
1: keep
0: that one in too. <laughs> really? Well, keep that one in because we er, may actually end up being on her show one day, <laughs> and I don't want them to. Oh yeah, life. we'll
1: totally be on Paul Sands. That'll work out well. <laughs> That's gonna happen. I'd
0: like to welcome our. Uh, they they
2: do a little anime show. Hey, um. Where'd you get that bourbon? That's my stash. Uh, anyway. <laughs> don't you know who I am, a Paula Sand! <laughs> I run the quad cities. No, Alright. <laughs> For those that can't see the visual that was Bill, just... Bill pretending to give Paula Sand's local celebrity the Stone Cold Stutter. Now,
0: carry on. We cut back to Millie. She's exhausted about writing everyone all at night. But she's happy to show off her small novels worth of family correspondence. A.K.A. the Millie Monthly. So, Meryl kind of talks about why she doesn't write her family that pretty much she started to and then just stopped because, fuck those people.
2: Well, I, don't, I think it's the one, I mean, kind of, right? I mean, you're kind of right. But she does <laughs> say, basically, well, you know how it goes sometimes. You just get busy and you just, you just don't think about it as much. Which, we'll talk about it when we get to the end of the episode. It is interesting because it does set up an interesting... gunshots like, outside! Good
0: lord, a motif! <laughs> And the girls freak out because they probably think it's Vash. And we've cut to our title card, Little Arcadia. Yeah. So we cut to an obnoxious young man shooting at old people and Vash. (laughs) Uh, The old people are being shielded by Vash, but they're standing up to him. Uh Uh-huh. And Vash is like, yes, I see what's going on. You stand up for yourself. He's making a funny face. It kind of was jarring because Mm -hmm. was he trying to protect them? But they aren't being—they aren't willing to be protected. They're just like, "Shut up, you little ruffian and hooligan." Good and,
2: question. I'm not sure.
0: You know, they're talking about they're not going to sell their land to a guy named Morgan, and it's—it's it's all craziness. Um,
1: like J.P. Morgan.
0: So, oh, I bet you're probably right. You know, I bet there's probably a dig a there. That's a great reference right there.
1: Also, that guy is saying. He did really look saying like.
0: Yeah, especially with that. Vest that looked That's like a Vegeta's saying. armor. And then
2: the he's almost got like a Trunks haircut a little bit. Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: It was pretty mm. crazy.
0: Mm.
2: So basically, Vash better not fuck with this guy.
0: Right, right. Because a
2: Saiyan versus Vash, I'm thinking a Saiyan.
0: The old man who's uh, voiced by William Frederick Knight. Uh, he was in an ep- earlier episode playing an old man in another episode. Uh, yeah, back yeah on, he does that a lot. Back in Hard Puncher. Yeah. You know an old man in an anime? It's voiced by him more than likely. Yeah,
2: yeah. Absolutely.
0: He, he refers to the obnoxious young man as a fat-lipped golem, which I thought was was pretty funny. That's a weird. So the young man, uh, offended yeah. by this, draws his gun. Bash goes to draw his gun and then gets knocked over by the girls who draw their guns. And Millie fires into the um the giant vehicle that the young man was riding on, launching him and the vehicle into a building. That seems so convoluted.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. if I didn't watch the episode, man, I'd have trouble following all this. <laughs> There's a lot and, going on all at once here.
0: And Meryl, of course, begins threatening the young man uh, with the dire consequences of pissing off a now unconscious and nosebleeding Vash. That's true. On the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah. He's Vash Stampede. And then part of a building falls on the young man. That Poor
2: guy. And the and, truck. and the truck. Yeah.
0: And the truck, too. Yeah. So we cut to the uh um to the old folks a little bit later. They decide they want to hire Merrill and Millie as bodyguards because of their good work that they did fending off the ne'er do well.
2: I really like that change. That like now it's those two who get an offer for a bodyguard. I I find, I find that kind of funny.
1: <laughs> was that the old lady that was holding the not black cat earlier?
2: I thought it was the old lady who was behind the bar at the one place, Grandma.
1: Well, in any case, do we just like, have one old lady in this show?
2: Is it like my vendor in my D anD D game? It was
1: basically the same guy. I'm gonna make a Pokemon reference. <gasps> do it, please. It's like the broad that runs the uh, <laughs> pet store.
0: Nurse Joy at the Poke Centers. <laughs> the broad runs <laughs> <laughs> the pet store. I fucking hate you. And he ruined Pokemon for you again. And it's (sighs) kind of funny. God damn you. Carry on.
1: Am I wrong? God (laughs) damn it.
0: Yep. so yeah, the old folks attempt to hire Meryl and Millie. They turn down, so they decide they want to hire the broom headed young man.
2: That's like they say it like five times in this episode. Oh yeah, the broom-headed man, broom-headed, broom boy,
0: (laughs) broom boy. Meryl gets pissed and takes the job after all, even after she cites uh, company policy about not taking a part-time job. She kind of
2: gets suckered into it because like she doesn't want Vash to get involved, and then they're like, "Oh, you will take it." And Millie's kind of like, "Oh, that's so nice of you," and she doesn't really have much of a choice. Well, then
0: she justifies it as it's uh, it's risk prevention. Absolutely, it is. So way to uh, way to use uh, your job. Way to shoehorn it. Yeah, really. So uh, we're traveling down with the old folks and the girls and Vash. They ask why Vash is falling around, and he's like, "Eh, you know, because."
2: Basically, he's like, "I, I don't really have an important role in this episode. I'm just right. kind of, I'm just here for to get my voice actor check."
0: Yeah. So they get get to the top of the hill, and they reveal a their land, which is a very lush but modest forested area kind
2: of cool actually yeah. that they in the middle of this desert there's this like really it's mm-hmm. kind of like a little oasis almost
0: right it's it this is probably an extremely rare occurrence oh
2: yeah i mean they're shocked by this like they they are not sure what to think of it
0: yeah yeah exposition dump there it comes all right so the land is on some they say the land is on something which is called a geo plant which is different from the other plants and somehow it's running along a mineral vein, which is causing an offshoot that's causing the land to be very fertile in that area. And it's taken them 20 years and uh, it's extremely valuable. Bill
2: can sum this up, actually. We were watching this episode today. He had a good way of summing it up to take all this confusing stuff. Yeah, and... apparently
1: a geoplant from the context is simply a terraformer.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. If there was
1: a vein of minerals, those plants and roots and stuff could have just followed that and popped up a little... Patch of yeah. terraformed land. Absolutely.
0: And they were able to turn it into something nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, probably it was something nice to start with. Mm-hmm.
0: So the old folks uh, discuss that they need bodyguards to protect them from a landlord by the name of Morgan. Who's trying to get the deed to the land because of its high value by any means necessary.
2: Dun, dun, dun.
0: And it's kind of vague, but they intend to send it to City Hall for... Reasons that will well, stop Morgan from trying to get maybe, the deed from them?
2: I think I think it's the idea that like he, he they own the deed. Maybe they're gonna
1: put it in a safe deposit yeah, box. Yeah, put it in a
2: safe deposit box so like they can't get to it. Or maybe they're gonna take Donate out. it? Some, I don't know. Maybe take out like some sort of loan on it or something, and from the bank. And the bank that way the bank will hold on to it and they get some money. Oh, I don't know. Mor- they're gonna what? mortgage it? Mortgage it or something? Maybe. I, so I, that I, way I, it doesn't I, belong to them, so they can't they can't give it up. Plus money. Yeah, right. plus money.
0: We cut to a little later in the day, and there are more volunteers, and the uh, old man asks, where's the Broom Boy at? <laughs> Where's Where's Bean Boy? No, Broom Boy. Bean Boy? Broom. Bean Boy. Broom Boy.
1: I'm kind of surprised this isn't just an Excel podcast where you just watch it over and over again. Oh
2: my god, can we do that? No. Oh, that would be so great. Season Season 3. Excel Saga.
0: Vader time. Once again. I'm
2: sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do you bring up? I'm sorry.
0: All right. You know what? I miss A That's two. You get three. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. I'll make it worth it. They ask where Vash is. Uh, Meryl's like, ah, he left. And then the uh, other volunteers are like, oh, hey, get into a fight with your boyfriend. Of course, Meryl does the whole, he's not my boyfriend. Uh, Sputter, sputter, uh, sputter. uh And it's a cold, it's cold at night. Yeah, there come the fucking
2: fucking idiot like brigade comes wandering. It gets cold at night. Yeah, (laughs) like three guys who have the worst voice actors I think from the whole series. Uh, just come wandering and apparently they're the guards right now. Right, right. And one of them just is just like it's cold at night, and it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs>
0: it is probably some of the dumbest voice acting. Once again, another sign of that, it's a 90s anime. Yes. So, Ab- you know, as much as we so love this show, the, some of the dubbing is not the best. It's no. better than a lot, but this is not an this example. Is, this is not a good example. <laughs> this, is, this is what uh, the, uh, the sub-purists <laughs> will point to and say, that's the reason why I don't watch dubs.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, Meryl uh, uh, and Millie are about to go outside to do their shift. Meryl notices a family picture drawn by a child's hand. More on that later. More on that later. Like now. Okay. So, uh, Meryl and Millie are discussing. Andrew drew it. Uh, Yeah, it's not that good. Yeah, it's pretty pretty close. Meryl and Millie are discussing the picture and how uh, there was a little boy in the picture with the old folks and our young asshole with the big lips appears. And of course they're like, Well what are you doing here? And he goes, Well, I just don't want dad to, to get killed.
2: Before that, he pops out of a bush, which is really funny, and they point and go, oh, it's
0: that man Alright, that's your third. That's,
2: that's like That's you your fi- that's the like, final time. Like like like, like, that, final that, like that man time. from Excel. Get it? Get it? There's... I'll let that one pass. Yeah See, there are three That one three makes sense. Ex- yeah, there it is. Yeah. Damn it. Don't tell <laughs> don't tell that man Gomez. <laughs> anyway.
0: So, yeah, I mean, you know, he he talks about how he doesn't want Dad to die. Big shocker, he's their son! Yeah. They put two and two together. Millie flips shit on him. Oh, yeah. Like, she's like, what were you trying to do, drawing a gun and shooting at your parents? And she starts throwing
2: punches. It makes sense, because she has this very strong connection with her family. Yeah, right.
0: Now, the son, whose name is Badwick?
1: What do you expect when you put bad right there in their name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it They should have oh, called him Goodwick. I know.
0: <laughs> so we cut to Morgan as he's admonishing Badwick's gang. He, well, he's complaining that they're not doing their job, and it's pretty funny. You pointed this out.
2: I love this. this you right. know, I don't, as we'll talk about I don't like this episode, but I like this scene because he's like, why aren't you doing anything? And they they pan behind the people, and you see one is holding a bottle of booze behind his back, the other a deck of cards behind his back, and they're like, uh, nothing? Yeah. <laughs> And it's also, pretty great.
0: Yeah, also, Morgan is voiced by John Raptor Lee. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, have B- you? Yeah. <laughs> the more interesting thing is, uh, Morgan says, you know, I hired Badwick for his uh, abilities. How hard is it to kill your own parents? Like, yeah, that was...
2: Dark. Dark. There's a couple of dark lines. have some serious... I was watching this at home before I came over here, and... Every time there was one of those moments, Ray's just in the other room going like, "Damn!"
0: <laughs> <laughs> we enter a giantess that looks. Kind wait, wait. Of we familiar. enter. We enter one. Enter. Doctor Wiley apparently did. <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoilers, dude. Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, oh, we're about to find well, out. Well, she anyway. she enters in this in a very similar fashion. Looks very familiar. Even kicks over a car yeah. that hurts and the exact Morgan's same flipping way. flipping out. It's like that's my car, and the lady's like, "Hey, hey." You know, we're here to get my dad and little brother's bail money. Now, when you
2: say that lady, it's the one who's standing on the
1: shoulder of the giant yeah, lady. Yes, yeah, there's a. Okay. There's yes. a. Uh, Attractive blonde standing on the.
0: Giant woman.
1: Yes, standing on the giant woman's shoulder. Now, that's who's, an image who's, for you. It's
2: very loud and obnoxious and very Excel like. I All just right. want to note.
0: The uh, blonde haired woman talks about her steel plated family bonds.
2: Yes. Talks about the family, mentions the fact that uh, this. The. Uh,
0: we, not quite yet. We don't have oh, the big reveal of oh, okay. names yet. Okay. We don't have name drops yet because we cut back to Badwick trying to convince his folks to go ahead and sell the deeds to Morgan because Morgan's going to kill them if they don't sell it. And, True. You know, he's offering them a more than fair sum mm-hmm. to uh, to do it. But the folks argue and pretty much say that he's kind of an idiot. Bad, bad, bad man. And Morgan's a bad, bad man.
2: Yep. And you know, you can't put a price on all the memories and this place that mm-hmm. is important to them. Yeah, 20
0: years. They spent 20 years doing that. And Badwick is like completely baffled. He doesn't know why his father is willing to die for the land. And then he gets real ballsy and alludes to a- another sibling by the name of Max, who obviously died because he makes the statement that, you know, that's why he died. He didn't want to be around idiot parents like you. Yeah. And he it, immediately regrets it. Yeah, it's like, he does. It's, it's, like, it's like one of those lines that you say to your parent, you know, like, I... I, I wish you never had sex to get me born, <gasps> or something. something yeah, 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 something.
2: I wish you, I wish I had a better mom or dad or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Explosion! Oh my god! Break card! Ah! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the break card. My name is Andy, as always. I just want to take a few minutes to remind you about a couple of different things. First of all, sorry about a couple days of delay here on episode 14. It took us a little longer to get this episode recorded and edited, and I hope you still enjoy it. Don't forget about our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. You know that you can always find show notes, you can find bonus content, you can find season one episodes that are no longer on the main feed. But also, uh, if you decide to chip in a little extra, like let's say $3 a month or more, You can be put into a drawing that we're going to do four times a year. Yes, we're going to put together some anime-related gift basket sort of prize things. And anyone who is donating $3 or more, we will send that out to the winner. Check that out and get on board. For $3 a month, you could have any number of crazy cool anime-related stuff. Also, don't forget that we're part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information, you can check out questendnetwork.com. And when you go there, click under the Contact Us button and click on our Discord. Discord is an app and an online chatting system. And you can come and talk to us, other hosts from Questionable Endeavor Podcasts, and the fans. Also, while you're there, check out, like I mentioned earlier, the brand new podcast to the network, Words of Geekdom. These guys are a lot of fun. They are great. Go check them out. If you enjoy us, I feel like you'd enjoy the level of banter that they offer and the fun and interesting geek-related topics. All right. I don't want to keep you long from the episode. Let's get back to the review.
0: And we're back. Okay.
1: I wish I had rolled down your chin.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Damn. Best parts of you rolled down your dad's leg. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry it's just had a Riley moment there I don't know what's happening <laughs> Carry on Giant smoking crater uh. And an odd man who's in armor Pops out uh. He runs off And we cut to our introductions Patricia the giant woman Tonkatine One of the armored guys Gene Pai, Another metal guy And Kanta All with Maryland, Nebraska and friends. Hey, it's the Nebraska family! Right, part two. Yeah, except
2: this part of the family sucks. Of course, the first part wasn't very good either. But right,
1: remember those toys that were knockoffs of Transformers that turned into rocks?
0: Go, oh, uh, yeah, Rock They're Lords. Not, yeah, they
1: were a, they were GoBots, spin off, weren't they?
0: I think they were, but they were Rock Lords.
1: Yeah, but they were GoBots, spin off that turned into. I think so. Yeah, they transformed into rocks. Right, that's kind of what these guys are. Rock yeah. Lords.
0: Do you guys remember the Rock Gnarlies that were a side toy with the Rock Lords? They were like just little. I don't gator things. i have to show you sometime. We I don't those. know. I just
2: know that she's using her children as shot puts. So this is an <laughs> odd thing. <laughs> right. Doesn't seem to bother <laughs> them. No, it's true. They seem to be okay with it.
0: Marilyn, Nebraska, voiced by Melissa Williamson. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> so the Nebraska mama keeps uh throwing guys <laughs> and Badwick's uh, goons. Show up, uh, guns are firing, so we've got some action going on here. Yeah, but,
2: it's just kind of frantic, actually. She it's is
0: shot-putting her sons.
2: Yeah, it's it's hard to tell kind of what's going on here. It's a lot of frantic things, uh-huh. throwing gunfire, people running. It's action, uh-
0: action, action! And and so, except
2: for the guy who says it's cold at night is, is under fire, man. It's and cold he quits. no more. It's, oh. and, and he quits like a bitch. He's
0: like, I can't do this anymore. He goes to the old man, pretty much quits. He goes, that's okay. I kind of figured that you would bitch out when when things got hot
2: i love the fact that the mom and pop are like strapped with guns and bullets and like she's got like a kettle on her head it's <laughs> just so great. Army
0: helmet. it's so crazy. hey hey they're doing a valiant last stand you folks. know he
2: reminds me a lot of the guy from excel in menchie's great adventure like he's all decked out with a bunch of weapons like this is like the excel love letter even though this is before <sighs> Excel. God I think Excel got all their stuff from this episode of Trigon. The entire series is about this. You are killing me. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> you are just, god damn it. I'm so sorry. So, uh, instead of a big action sequence, we get a talk-off between Morgan and the old man. And Badwick's mother pretty much informs them after smacking Badwick in the head with a ladle that they're doing this because, hey... This is your father. This is his legacy. This is, I don't know, your legacy because, uh, family. Hello. 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 Hi. It's not exactly good voice <laughs> acting either from, uh, uh, from the mother yeah, as not, well. Not, it's not oh, great. But... Morgan decides to offer him a, a blank check and says, just, you know what, tell me how many zeros you want it, and I'll make it happen. And the old man shoots the check. <laughs> that was
2: some pretty cool. That movie. is cool. He does shoot the check out of his hand Yeah, there's a bullet bullet hole in it and everything
0: yeah out. yeah. well Morgan's finally like you want fuck it kill everyone the old man's like you can't kill me you've got all these witnesses he goes oh no 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 I'm killing everyone evil <laughs> it's like that moment in, uh, in the professional where Gary Oldman just screams everyone I've,
2: I've never seen it
1: what movie the professional I was here
0: oh man you guys oh oh that it's an awesome movie I'll take your word for it. It's it's just it's on Netflix. Go go watch it. So yeah, Morgan intends to kill everyone to win. So Millie's had enough. She shows up, stun gun ready, and she's ready to fight Morgan. And hey, Meryl eventually joins in after having that moment of oh, what should I do? Uh."
2: Millie is like physically shaking. She knows that they're gonna they have no chance in this, but she's gonna stand up for them because she cares about the family.
0: As you stated earlier, Millie's big thing is family, and Meryl's just like oh. Millie's my family. I should probably stand by her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Talking happens because it's a standoff with a lot of talking and gunpointing and Morgan mocking Merrill's uh, derringers and really bad hand animation. And uh, Battle uh, busts out on a motorcycle and rides off with the deed, saying, hey, I've got the paperwork, Morgan. You want it? Come and get it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mama End decides to throw one of the boys. I I think it was uh, Gene Pie, maybe?
1: Maybe. I think it was Chin. She's chin pie. Chin yeah. Pie. I remember the word chin. Yeah.
0: So Merrill's like, Fuck it, I gotta do something. Draws her Derringer. She's like, I don't know what I can do, but I'm gonna do it, and fires, and he gets knocked off. But that's because we also saw Vash's gun.
2: Yeah, there's it's a, it's actually one of probably the cool one of the coolest parts of the whole episode mm-hmm. where she fires, but it flashes for about two or three frames. You see Vash's gun mm-hmm. very clearly, and then goes back to her Derringer. Right. So it like, was a cool little effect. It sure like, was. Oh my
0: god. I did it. And then Vash is like, Yeah, now we're even for the sand steamer. And they cut and it cuts letterboxes them out and he goes, That's all the time I get. Fourth wall break of the series. Did you
2: did you notice that he was in a garbage can again? Yep. Yep. And there's no reason for him to be in a garbage can, I don't think. think Cause like I don't I don't think he's that close to the house. But You know
0: what? You know what? He wants to get in touch with his inner grouch. I guess so. You want support PBS motherfuckers. Oh, we just went there. We did. I love we PBS. Did. Morgan ends up losing. He starts pitching a fit because, you know, Badwick got away. No one can catch him. Everyone is, is being pinned down by guns. And then uh, Mama Nebraska falls on him.
2: Yeah. he's dead. Oh, it's, it's a very comical moment.
0: It's very comical. Uh, the I group, don't even think he's dead.
2: He's just kind of like no, no, flailing not, around but, like freaking out. But you
0: get a uh, 10-foot tall woman just fall on you, you should probably be dead. So, yeah, as, uh, Morgan is crushed by Mama Nebraska, um, the goons finally decide that they're done because Morgan's a loser. It's pretty yeah. much what, yeah. it's like, this guy sucks. Basically, We're done. Yeah. We get
1: foe. Yeah, they just take off. Speaking <laughs> of get foeing. You know what? I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, we cut, <laughs> yeah.
0: we, we cut to, uh, ba- Badwick on the motorcycle and we get a, a very schmaltzy speech about, uh, about family from the father. I mean, it's very basic. Mm-hmm. family is good and you should stick by them no matter what and people will learn even your idiot son
1: yeah
0: so we finally get to badwick he goes to the Maybe uh
1: stop calling him an idiot all the time and, yeah. no, the, the negative bad bad father
0: re- yeah negative reinforcement's not working dude no no so we finally cut to city hall and uh bad you can't w-
1: fight city
2: hall <laughs> god damn it you can't fight I- corporate america <laughs> They are big, big and we are, are small. small. I don't know what you're doing. It's, it's a Rocco's Modern Life reference. Yeah.
0: Can't fight City Hall.
2: It, it's a musical episode. Okay. The, the, the one musical episode they did. Right. It
1: was pretty good. I don't remember it. It
2: was really good. So, the, the premise was Rocco was pissed off because the water supply was being polluted by Conglamo, I think it was. Yeah, And uh, and he, he, he brought a petition to, to, to City Hall and they just ignored him. So, right. like, he, they broke out trying to get the rest of the town, like, on his side. And he, and yeah. That was a big number. It was pretty good.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Badwick drops off the deed to some clerk. He goes, okay, fine, it's your problem now. I'm done. And the guy's like, oh, hey, look, there's another thing on the deed here that says you are the beneficiary, Badwick. I
2: like that moment. Like, there's a yeah, moment really... of tender. She's
0: like, oh, that's oh, a little... They still love that's, me. Like, that's All a my happened. parents
1: left me something in the will. Oh,
0: it's like, yeah. Yeah. The next day, and Marilyn and Millie are actually running late because... Meryl decided to write a letter to her family and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, we're late. And she goes, Okay, well, uh the bus is leaving and we're gonna lose Vash and she she goes over to a mailbox with Guru Nekosama I was being
1: Stick it in the <laughs> yeah, T yeah, yeah. hole.
0: She yep, sticks it in. Uh, Millie's finally like, uh Meryl, uh we need to get on that bus now. Vash is leaving.
1: And illustrates your point with a rain dance.
0: Yes. <laughs> she was all like <laughs> it, was
1: it was a living. pretty awesome dance. Meryl,
0: Vash is living. And, <laughs> and that's, credits, that's it. That's the end of the episode. That's the
2: episode. That was episode 14. Let's talk about it. What Little were your Arcadia. thoughts? Little Arcadia. I'm going to start, I think, this time. All right. Uh, it's my least favorite episode of the whole series. Uh, it's sitting around talking about, with you guys and watching it. At least I had some fun with it. I like the fact that we get a lot of million Merrill. I like those two characters. I don't think this episode necessarily hurts because Vash isn't in it as much. I think this episode is kind of not as great because it doesn't fit in tonally with what
0: just happened.
2: Yes. I mean, yes, the clip episode calms down a little bit. We get a little bit of goofiness. But even in the clip episode there, it's like what, what, what we talked about in the bonus or in the second questionable endeavor episode about Walking Dead. About Walking Dead. Sometimes on that show they have this problem of they something really cool happens, and you want to see what happens next, but then it takes them a little while to get there. And I feel like this is a misstep similar, where you want to know what's going to what's the next thing that Bash is going to have to deal with, because now things the shit has hit the fan, but then we kind of backtrack. I think this is a, a regression, mm-hmm. as far as the storyline goes, uh, especially enough. when you compare things like the art style in this one to episode 12. It was one of the most beautiful, the mm-hmm. most beautiful episode they've done so far, episode 12. There was lazy animation and drawing. Everything about this just—it just felt like, yeah, it felt, yeah, it felt like this was should have fit somewhere in like episode six or seven in the series.
1: I get that. I mean, I suppose the plot of fertile land and the homesteaders—they have a more a deed to it, and they're fighting over land deeds, and I guess that's kind of westerny. It is. Mm But it was just so unnecessary. This is the first time I've seen this episode. Yeah. Because you didn't want to watch it. No. And so I never got around to seeing it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I really don't care that this is the first time I've seen it. Because it, it wasn't great. It was slow, boring, convoluted.
2: And you would think with, like, the bringing back of the Nebraska's, it would be interesting at least. But it, I, they were not very interesting.
1: Yeah, this old couple who doesn't want help from Vash but wants help from the, the girls... Girl against their son who works for a guy who wants their land, who hired this other family of people who Vash fought one time. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, it was all unnecessary, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: You know, and, yeah, I'll agree as well. It's probably the worst episode of the series.
1: I wonder if this wasn't trying to cram some stuff from the uh, Mungo all into one episode.
0: It's possible. Um, would like to get some of the earlier volumes, because I said that what Andrew gave me was actually latter volumes of the manga. Yeah, at the end of the day though, this episode it's 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 hard to get through. I think what what bothers me is, okay, yeah, it it you know, they're trying to drive in the whole family is important message. And that's that's cool and all. I don't think they executed it well.
2: I don't even know if it's necessary, honestly. No, I
0: mean, you know, uh, what, so that Meryl can figure out that Millie and Vash are pretty much our surrogate family?
2: They could have done that. Some other way, yeah. If you really want to drive right that home,
0: yeah, and maybe Bill said it. You know, they were just playing up on on another Western trope of greedy landlord time trying, trying to take money from homesteaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, kind of a Magnificent Seven s sort of thing. You know, fending off uh, <laughs> dangerous individuals mm-hmm. with uh, skilled people. Yeah, any number of things, but at the end of the day, it's just it was tedious. The inclusion of Nebraska's family, which I do have to admit that the giantess. Yeah, is the wife is is Doctor Nebraska, Doctor Wiley's wife?
2: I do find that to be funny. So,
0: so I mean, and Bill made a great joke about it, and I love the when we find out that Marilyn, Nebraska is the older sister, so she's the she's the oldest, but also what the runt of the family, <laughs> given the proportionate <laughs> size of ever, everyone. How how did that labor go again?
1: I thought you meant that she was a runt, and I said, oh, you said runt. <laughs> <laughs> God damn
0: it. Well, I was talking about more the uh the, the label oh. when she gave yeah. birth. Her
1: giving birth was a hard sneeze. Oh <laughs> Lord
0: It's it's comical to look at. You know, it's kinda it kinda sucks that it's kind of a it was a like a late in the day addition because if, if they were in the episode a little bit earlier, it probably could have helped make things a yeah. little bit more
2: interesting. Yeah. I would agree with you on
0: that. Um at the end of the day, it's just I'm glad we're past it. Yep. And,
2: and we're gonna move on to something
0: much better. Oh God! Yes. Yes.
2: We move on next week to episode 15, "Demon's Eye," and I, just as a preview, we go back to a little more of a serious tone. But there are still some really good, like I think, some uh, good comedic moments in the next one as well.
0: Well, course of this conversation, I could have grumped you 15 times.
2: <laughs> one of the best lines in the whole anime. <laughs>
0: I love
1: that bit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's
2: close it off, shall we? Bill, you want you want to
1: take us out? This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. And it gets cold at night. (laughs) That that was Bill.
0: I'm Broom Boy. Worst superhero ever. I'm Josh. Broom
2: Boy! Um, (laughs) And my next target will be your hearts and your brains. My name is Andy. (laughs) That's so fitting. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye! What are
1: do you doing get after the heartbreak
2: Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at Tuning Japanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questandnetwork.com. While you're there, listen to more great podcasts like the Shadowbane Podcast, Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, Geek and Gamer Guild, Slasher Sanitarium, Pone Stars, New Blood Rising, and our newest show, Words of Geekdom.
0: Well, oh, it's freezing out there. It gets cold at night. I appreciate all of your help. Hey, it's no problem. Since we were little kids, this place has always been our playground, huh? Yeah, and we're never gonna give it up. Besides, we got these two gorgeous girls tonight to keep us company. (laughs) Yeah, I almost wish that morning didn't have to come. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, what happened to that broom boy?
1: I thought that for now we should handle this without him. I told him to go back to town in the meantime.
2: What's there's a little fight with a boyfriend?
1: He's not my boyfriend! (laughs) Stop it! I don't even like him!